The audio podcast edition of Farlands or Bust is made possible by support from fans on Patreon. Visit patreon.com slash Mac to keep this series commercial free. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Kurt, and welcome back to Farlands or Bust. Woof. Episode 660 of the series. Episode 660, chickens! Chickens, everybody! Chickens and cows! Random. Completely random. Uh, I'll get to that in a minute. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, this is episode 660 of the series. For your Saturday, October 21st, 2017 being recorded live on Twitch. That's right, it is a live Far Lands or Bust Friday on Friday the 20th. And the reason I pointed out these chickens and cows is because this is the second attempt. This is the second attempt at recording this episode. This is the first time I've had live technical issues in which I had to restore, in which I had to restore from uh, the previous save to start this episode over again. Uh, the same sort of things that accidentally caused the hidey hole paradox, but I'm much more careful about that nowadays. Uh, but I pointed out the chickens and cows because the first time we tried this episode, it was pigs. Pigs had spawned there. So even within the Far Lands of Bust world, I remember this though, even within the Far Lands of Bust world, things, things randomly generate... At, at different points, excuse me, Wolfie, <laughs> at different points of the time continuum. So I just wanted to point that out. That was a, a pretty, pretty interesting thing to have noticed. But yeah, I was accidentally... Problem is, is I typically stream at 60 frames a second. But as you know, Farlands are bust. I record and process at 30 frames because the 60 frames tends to make the uh, terrain jitter a little bit too obvious and it makes for an even more sickening experience for for viewers. So uh, I've, I've stuck to and continue to work with uh, 30 frames in Farlands or Bust and both recording and streaming at 60 frames just proved to be too much for OBS and we were getting some problems that would have ruined the episode so decided just to start 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 fresh we pretty this is pretty much as far as we got before we realized that was a problem so everything from here on out is new for everybody involved indeed but yeah this is episode 660 I don't believe I know a lot of people had their fingers crossed but I don't believe we'll be getting to episode 666 by Halloween. I, I, I don't believe that's in the cards, my friends. That would have been interesting. But as you know, I'm personally not much of a Halloween person, uh, nor am I much of a episode milestone special edition person either. <laughs> um, so maybe maybe Minecraft will have something special for us for episode 666 or, or the Halloween episode. Certainly not planning on going back to the nether. There's really nothing there that I need or that I want. 
That was our own special episode 300? 200? Episode 200. I think that was episode 200, wasn't it? Was it episode 100? I don't remember, but, uh... But yeah. We are continuing right here in Minecraft Beta 173. It's been a bit of time because we were away this past weekend. Returning to San Francisco for the Minecraft Marathon Evolved. That's right. If you didn't notice the last <laughs> five or so episodes of Farlands Bust, I was mentioning it. We held the Minecraft Marathon 48 hours in a studio, live streaming on the Minecraft web uh, Twitch Twitch uh, channel and uh, MinecraftMarathon.com website, raising money for extra life charities. We raised. The, the, the biggest amount thus far in any marathon. $263,000 for Extra Life Charities. A resounding success, if I do say so myself. Uh, pretty early on, we got pretty far behind schedule, which is to be expected, but... All in all, a very successful weekend. Got to hang out with some of the Mindcrack crew. And some friends. H.C. Justin, Last Grey Wolf, and of course our friend Cone Dodger even made the trip. Cone Dodger took his first flight ever to go to Mindcrack Marathon. We did a uh, an F1 segment with Beef, where we found it was very difficult to drive an F1 car at Monaco with a Minecraft Steve cardboard head on your head. That was difficult indeed. Um, the UHCs were fun. And enjoyable, and, and I, I want to appreciate everybody who stopped by there and said hello to me or, or, or donated to Extra Life and put a shirt on me or a hat or, or bought me things in the UHC uh, or just hanging out and watching. That was uh, much appreciated and uh, went well, went very well indeed. Too fast, though, too fast. I've said many times it would be nice. Most of the time we only get to see these friends of ours for events like these, or for conventions, which less and less of us are really interested in going to conventions anymore. It'd be nice to just be like, let's hang out. <laughs> let's not do a marathon, let's not do a convention, panels, signings, streaming, public things. Let's just hang out. Let's just rent rent a, a, a house, or a beach house, or a, a cabin. You know what I was thinking? Let's all meet up in Iceland. That way, it's a it's a middle ground between the European friends and the United States friends. Let's just all meet up in Iceland. Get a cabin or some sort of... I'm sure they have rental stuff there. Situations out in the wilderness. The amazing wilderness of Iceland. And uh, we can all just hang out probably end up hating each other because <laughs> we're not distracted by work or streams or, or charity. Oh, man. But, uh, yeah, that happened. So I appreciate uh, everybody uh, who checked that out. And one of the first questions I got, I took questions from Twitch chat again. One of the first questions I got was from Cobalt, who asked how the Mindcrack Marathon went. And I think, okay, the, the usual technical difficulties... Uh, they do keep getting better and better. This this time, the best thing was the location. Uh, previously, at that Microsoft location, it was pretty much like a storefront loft thing that we had to convert into a studio. 
this was an actual studio, <laughs> like a, a television production studio that we had to convert into a charity space and a live streaming space. So a lot of that was al already taken care of and was very conveniently uh, able to be set up around. Um, I think some other just technical things we got to work out is voice stuff. When everybody's in the same room, streaming, you try to get the voice from Discord and that sometimes doesn't work. Like the thing that I don't think a lot of people realize is when we were playing UHC or, or F1 or, or whatever, when we were, had those headsets on and we were right next to each other playing video games, we could hear each other talk, but then we would hear each other much louder through the headsets, through the microphone headsets, about a second and a half later. So it was very disorienting. <laughs> it was very disorienting indeed, not to mention the 30, 20 or 30 other people in the room who were talking. Try to keep track of that. Look at this landscape up ahead. So, uh, yeah, little little technical things like that. That just which with each iteration, I think uh, we'll, we'll probably be getting better and better. I'm not sure how to, not sure how to fix those sort of things. That's why I'm I'm not a professional at the studio recording, broadcasting, live scenarios. But in deeds, in deeds. All right, let's let's get over this cliff here. Seems like a feasible, feasible, feasible climbing spot. There we go. There we go, indeed. More chickens. Ah, uh, what? Well, we got more. We got more, we got more uh, questions coming up right here. Let's let's answer this one from Foxy sixteen oh four. How's the Kurt Tattoo Initiative going? I've that's something I just keep wanting to do, and I end up not doing. It's kind of one of these things. It's like not not a necessary thing. It's like not setting up health insurance, or it's not doing your taxes, or going grocery shopping or whatever, or buying a new pair of shoes if you need them, it's, it's, it's a, it's, it's not a need, it's a luxury, it's, it's a want, so those always tend to get put on the back burner. Much like the, the fun car, oh hello Wolfie, uh, off, please? Thank you. Uh, but yeah, let me talk about that and other things and answer these other questions in the morning. And awakeness. Woof. And awakeness indeed. Oh, one of the other things I was talking about in stream a little bit ago, yesterday maybe, is uh, I want to get my, my, my windshield tinted on my Subaru. Just the top part, you know, the, the visor part. No, I was, no, I was talking about it with Cone in, uh, in California. Was it? Or was it in chats? I can't remember. Either way, I, I would like to get a, a, a tint, a window tint, just a visor, like almost not solid, but as, as, as dark as one can get. And I, I'm like, what do you call that? Like, what do I search for on the internet? What service is this? 
a, a visor tint. Somewhere I've seen it called like a limousine tint. Windshield tint. Um, so I, I keep wanting to do that. Oh, that pig took some damage. Keep wanting to do that. And I also want to... I also want to get a, a roof. A roof! What is that, Wolfie? A roof? Okay. Uh, <laughs> there it is. Uh, um, uh, a roof rack. Um, a roof. Yeah, yeah. A Porsche. Modified Porsche. No, a, uh, a, a roof rack. A roof basket. And But I need the crossbars first. And then I need the basket. I have it all figured out. I know which one I want. I just haven't purchased it. They're expensive. Uh, but in addition to that, I think it would be cool... I think it would be cool to put... My my Subaru is blue. Um, I think it would be cool to put a vinyl wrap on the roof. Just the roof. I'm not going to wrap an entire Subaru. It's not a Lamborghini or McLaren or whatever, but just on the roof for combination protection for the roof paint, but also it would it would kind of look a little bit more rugged, wouldn't it? And uh, it would complement the, the, the roof rack basket thing. And I figure I could just do that at the same place. A lot of these window tint places seem to also have wrapping services. <laughs> um, I don't know. That could be a big mistake. I'm not sure. <laughs> Yeah, I want to do that. Uh, I also want to get off-road wheels and tires. Maybe not aggressively off-road, but like off-road. So that as the rainy season has already hit here in Seattle, uh, and also winter season, might have a little bit more grit. Grit. Getting out to these, these, these there pots out there in the wilderness, see? Um, also, it would make the, the car look a little bit cooler. <laughs> I'm all about the looks, not so much about the function. Hey. Um, so yeah, like it's all these things, and then the, the tattoo falls in the same categories where this conversation went off the rails. It's like, yeah, I got ideas. I, I they would be really cool, and, and I think I have the money to do it, but I don't. I have to pick out a tattoo place. I have to like decide what I want my tattoo to be, and how much money I want to spend, and who who the artist is, and. It's just one of those things that's just difficult. And I, I, I don't want to like put too much thought into it. I don't think I'm one of these... Uh, the types of person who's like, every every tattoo has to have a special deep meaning. I'm like, I just want to have cool art <laughs> on my skin. Um, sure, it'd be nice if it means things, but... I, I would like to be more impulsive, that's the word. I would like to be more impulsive about these things. Not... Incorrectly impulsive, but uh, it'd be it'd be nice. And, and the fact that I just don't know anybody here who has tattoos, I can't really get referrals too much. That seems like a little bit of a more significant thing than to search like Yelp reviews for. Like, sure, the window tinting or whatever. Yeah, I can look up on Yelp and see who nearby would do winter tinting. Winter tinting. <laughs> uh, wash them winters. But. Tattoo, a little bit more. Although my doctor I really didn't choose. It was just kind of like, who does my insurance take? Okay, I will call this place and see what doctor they assigned to me. <laughs> so, I don't know. Maybe my priority is a little bit messed up. 
But yeah, it's it's still it's still on the list of things I want to do, but it's just one of those one of those things. One of those things indeed. Ooh, we need we need some more boats. A boating episode. Hi, Wolfie. Sploosh, indeed. Thank you very much for that question. Speaking of the Seattle area, HD in memoriam asks, are you planning on hiking during the fall and winter? Is your area appropriate for such an endeavor? I don't know. Um, I've been hiking out east in the mountains, the North Cascade Mountains. I the thing I I, I have is a lot of hiking equipment for the and, and clothing for the summer, since I came from Phoenix. A lot of my stuff was hot weather gear. Um, so I need to upgrade my gear, particularly for rain. I need more rainproof stuff. Like I have a very lightweight rainproof jacket, but I need some rainproof pants. I need some waterproof boots. The ones I don't have are waterproof because I was hiking in Arizona and I'd rather my feet be able to breathe than Avoid water since it's the middle of the desert, um, and and probably warmer warmer gear as well. I don't think I'm particularly gonna do like snowshoeing or any of the like hardcore winter sports. But I don't know, I, like I I don't know. <laughs> I just don't know where to begin with that stuff. I I did just buy some. I had a coupon, a coupon, uh, and I bought some insulated hiking pants. Like they just have a little extra layer underneath them, um, and I'm I'm looking. I got another coupon, so I'm looking at jackets. There's like a couple ones that like come with that separatable down jacket underneath. I'm like, is that too much? Should I buy those things separately? Like I I I kind of like I really like the certain brands. Like Patagonia is a brand, but that's really kind of expensive. And even there, I'm not sure. I should probably... What I should do is the thing that I hate most doing is going outside <laughs> into the public and going to a store like REI or something. There's a ton of REIs around Seattle and stuff like that and like get consulted on the sort of equipment that I desire. But yeah, I would like to and then that also goes hand in hand with the vehicle because a lot of these trails I've been to are quite off the beaten path. <laughs> uh, they they require a, a little bit of gravel road off-roading and when you're getting up in the mountains in the winter times and fall times I'm assuming snow is going to be something to deal with so I might need to get those more better tires and maybe even chains and those sort of things just to make sure I don't get stuck. Or maybe, like you asked, is it appropriate? Maybe I just, it's just not something I can do. <laughs> maybe during the winter time I just scale it back a bit. Which would be unfortunate, but, you know, coming from Arizona, it's the summer you don't go hiking because you'll die. Um, so I don't know. Yeah, I would like to. I would like to keep that up. And certainly that's why I'm looking, uh, I'm looking for a doggo friend. That would, would help me, kind of motivate me, get me on a schedule to do more outdoorsy things more frequently. 
But yeah, it's it's a matter it's a matter of being prepared to do so and and having the knowledge to do so. And and actually do getting making that first step. Like with the tattoo or like with this, you know, so many things making that first step to actually making it happen. I'm just I'm just a barrel of motivation, aren't I? The barrel's empty. Uh <laughs> Coasterman1 asked, do you regularly watch Formula One? I never do. <laughs> I never do. I've, I didn't know a dang thing about it before myself and Beef started playing the F1 games. Which is why for the first five or six races or so, we didn't, we didn't have a clue what the rules were, what durs and curs were. We, we didn't know that you couldn't refute, you know, like, I, I never watched Formula One. I've I've watched since playing that game. I've watched a few races here and there, but I find them to be incredibly boring from a perspective uh, of a of a spectator. Um, so I'll keep to the games, I think. Uh, but you know, yeah, I don't I didn't know any of the famous people. It's a very European sport. It's like football or soccer, as we call it. Uh, very very big in in Europe. Not not so big here in the United States, partially because television stations and you know sports networks and things don't show it at all ever, so we never we can never get to see it. Um, uh, and also, it's more dominated by by your 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 NASCARs and your Indy cars over here, the the motorsport scene. Indeed. Let's go to sleep and continue in the morning. And awakeness. Woof. Make use of some of these boats. Do I need anything? Oh, I can use some wood. Uh, let's take down these trees before I set sail. Labtech asks, what are your browser bookmarks? And that got me thinking, I need to go through my browser bookmarks. I have multiple folders of bookmarks. Uh, probably transferred back from when I was using Firefox and then synced across to Chrome that I'm currently using. Um, but a lot, a lot of them I don't even use anymore. Pretty much anything in the folders I don't use anymore. I have a folder all about web development stuff, like shortcuts to tools and scripts and things. I don't use that anymore. That's back when I used it on my job and when I was a freelance web designer. Um, I do remember recently there's, there's, a, there's a folder for shopping and a subfolder for wallets. Because at some point in the past decade I was... I was trying to find a new wallet, <laughs> so I had various bookmarks of places I could buy wallets. Um, and also like jeans and denim jeans and stuff when I was looking for, for, for raw denim, selvage denim to buy. Um, I've got, I've got drop downs for, for NASA stuff, like old NASA missions and ways to sign up for the NASA tweet ups as they were once called. Uh, what else? What else do I have? I've got uh, a few of them I still use. I guess I have a folder called admin that links to all of my like network stuff. 
like if I need to log into my router or modem um, or, or you know the uh, the backup server that I have where I had to restore this Farlines or Bust copy from. Ooh, it's a heart. This mountain loves us. Well, or not. Maybe it's just a badly shaped butterfly or something. Or two footprints right next to each other. Uh, so yeah, I've got like the admin one. I have kind of my banking one that has links to all my banks and credit cards. And I think I also put like my health insurance and stuff in there. Kind of the the, the adult stuff, like where I pay my taxes and whatever. The adult stuff. That's a different folder, my friends. That's a different folder indeed. <laughs> um, ooh, skeletonous. Interesting. A little nice little nook. Make a house in. Maybe not that one, but um, yeah, I, I should honestly just like file for bookmark bankruptcy and delete them all. Cause I don't think there's much I'm using them. A lot of them anymore. I'd have to look at it. Maybe, maybe, maybe if you're lucky enough to be in the Twitch chat, I'll, I'll, I'll take a quick perusal after I'm done recording this episode of Farlands or Bust. It's a little bit more uh, incentive for you to watch uh, Twitch.tv/slash Nudge, nudge, wink, wink. Farlanders, Farlanders, huh? Army Mike asks if you could fly any plane, what would it be? Space shuttle. Uh, mine would be the P-51 Mustang. P-51 Mustang's pretty cool, pretty cool. Um, I would, might maybe go with a larger plane, like a B, B, B-17. Is it, wait, what was the Super Fortress? Um, there's so many Bs. <laughs> there's so many Bs. Uh, B, B-52? No, B... B twenty nine. What? What's the other one? There's the super fortress and the 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 flying fortress. What's the flying fortress? There's only like two B twenty nines that fly anymore, right? Bees! Everybody gets bees. B fifty two. B seventeen. Yeah, that's right. Okay, that's what I was thinking of. B seventeen. I like the B seventeen uh, better than the the B twenty nine. Uh, the B-17 is just a, a very pretty piece of machinery, isn't it? Um, I also like the B-1 bomber, which is a more recent one. It's a that it's very large and has the the, the swept wings. I think that's just like it's very futuristic looking, isn't it? I don't know why. I suppose it's my history of wanting to join the Air Force and stuff. I wish all of these were not machines of death. Um, Spitfires are cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the F-1, my favorite from my teenage years growing up was the, the F-117 stealth fighter. Even though it wasn't a fighter, it was a bomber. <laughs> that, was, that was a big Darth Vader helmet. <laughs> Is what it was. 
Yeah, I've always been into bombers. I've, if I do remember if I wanted to join the Air Force, I didn't want to be a fighter pilot. Hot shot. I want to be more like a bomber pilot. But I also like the, uh... Ah, crud. Ah, crud. I don't know the name of it. It was, it was based on the plane that, like, paratroopers would jump out of, but there was, like, a commercial version that very commonly was just the high-polished silver color. That's just a really cool twin-engine prop plane. What was that called? Help me out, chat. This is, this is what you're here for. DC-3? DC-9? It's a DC-something. <laughs> C-47. No, not modern. I'm talking about the World War II paratroopers. The DC... DC-3. Yeah, yeah, but like the civilian model that's all like chrome and shiny looking. I think it's the DC-3. That's just a cool looking plane too. Certainly not like stunts and maneuverable and upside down dogfighty things, but just... As as you know from 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 my car, uh, culture wants. <laughs> uh, I'm I'm far less about like the performance and blah 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 than I am about like that thing just looks sexy. <laughs> you know, I'm I'm more about the looks uh, than anything. I'm I'm extremely vain, <laughs> is what I'm saying. Oh man. <laughs> oh. Ooh. Um. Oh boy. Uh, so thank you very much, Army Mike, for that question. I do, I I mean, I, I think a space shuttle is sexy too, if you've ever seen one in per person. It's just like a very cool looking piece of machinery and engineering magic is all that I can probably call a space shuttle. Uh, let's see here. We did have a question from one cone dodger who asked, I am trapped in this uh, area here. Uh, that's not what cone dodger asked. Cone dodger asked, microwave or oven when you reheat pizza? And then I said in reply, reheat pizza? What's that? I always eat my pizza. <laughs> And and Cone knows that for a fact. I ordered a, a Domino's gluten-free pizza and ate the whole thing by myself. Whoa. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Whoa, Wolfie. Ah, Wolfie! I said whoa. <laughs> whoa. Oh, I need a shovel now. There we go. This is what I meant to do. Ah! What? How did you get up here so fast? It's creepy Watson. Um... What was I answering? Oh, cheese pizza. Not cheese. Reheat pizza. So yeah, I usually eat the pizzas all by myself because the gluten-free pizzas are typically smaller than the normal pizzas, but uh, if I was to reheat my thin crust pizza. Here's, here's the kicker. Thin crust pizza. Microwave. Quick quick and dirty. Microwave. If it's like leftover Lumelnati's pizza or deep dish pizza, and you, you gotta, you gotta know about that oven reheating. Keep, keep the crispiness. Don't make it too soggy. You gotta do the oven reheats. So yeah, there's, there's my, there's a, there's a technicality for everything. 
And that's that's my reasoning there. Toaster oven. I don't. I never got to the toaster oven. When I was, I there was there was a little bit of time when I wasn't staying at my home home last year, and the Airbnb I was staying in had a regular oven, but instead of a toaster, had a toaster oven, and that thing was useless. <laughs> it was very annoying. I'll, I'll take an oven, and I'll take a toaster, but. If you're giving me a toaster oven in replacement of either of those things, we are gonna have some some words. We are gonna have some words, my friend. I don't I don't understand the toaster oven. Uh this this looks like a nice little skyscraper that we can blink, build our hidey hole into if Wolfie would join us. Oh that's right, I don't have a shovel. Are you here? Oh wait, no, over here. You noodle. Yeah. Oh god, I shot him! Good lord! <laughs> Everything's gone wrong. Ooh, I. This is my payback for restoring the save. No, have a seat. Yeah, there. I'm very, very sorry about all this. It's, I'm, I'm all kerfuffled, discombobulated. I'm terribly, terribly sorry. I know. I know. Ah, uh, and you all got to see this live if you're watching on Twitch. Terrible, terrible person. <laughs> now I'm for sure never gonna get approved to adopt a dog. Indeed. So thanks for uh, surviving this episode of uh, Far Lands or Busts with me. Episode 660. Much appreciated indeed. Build some of these beds. Next time I do this, y'all's gotta remind me not to do it in 60 frames per second. We can only handle 30 of them at a time. Bloink. Bloink. Wolfie should come inside. I might be a little bit dangerous outside. Whoop. Might be a little bit dangerous right now. Oh wait, no wait. That's actually a good idea. I need to make that shovel again. This, this is what caused this catastrophe in the first place. I was without shovel. Shovelless, you could say. Y'allses. Y'alls. Y'alls. I don't even think he's gonna want to come in. Oh, maybe. Alright, have a seat. Alright, don't be blocking my spawn point now. This is actually more dangerous from in here than it is ha, out there. Alright. Be cool. Be cool, man. Indeed. Well, this was a weird one. <laughs> thank you so much for watching this episode of Far Lands or Busts. And thank you for hanging out in the Twitch chat for those of you who watched here. Everybody have a good weekend. My name is Kurt, and I will see you next time.
Warsh them winters. <laughs> <laughs>